Well, Merry Christmas and welcome to Church of the King online as we are celebrating the greatest gift ever, the gift of life, the gift of love, the gift of forgiveness that is all wrapped up in who Jesus is. We are celebrating the birth of the Messiah and the Savior of the world. And my heart and prayer for you is that you can walk in his light, that you can be washed clean from all of the sin, all of the misery, all of the unforgiveness because of your relationship with him, because God really is good and he does love you and he does know you. And Jesus paid the price for your all your wretched, nasty, dirty things that you've done or have been done to you on that cross. So we truly can have a white Christmas. You know, in South Louisiana, seldom do we ever have a white Christmas. But I don't know if you all remember 2017. It wasn't Christmas, but it was Christmas time. It was December 8th, and we woke up, the Schumacher family did, to an unbelievable sight. As I woke up really early, as I normally do, the ground was covered. We were out in northeast of Lake Charles is where I live in the Blue Settlement. There was five inches of snow on the ground. And I walked outside and I noticed something, not just the white snow, the quiet and the peace. And then I went and woke up my family and wasn't that chaos ensued, it was excitement because we went outside and, and we played, we, we had snowball fights, not, not with Snowball the dog that you met last week, but with snow that was five inches, the vehicles were thick and covered. We, we all hopped in the vehicle and, and drove down the road that with snow all over our vehicle. It was amazing to, to Hardee's in, in Iowa. It was, it was quite a sight. And, and then we went out to my parents' farm out in Swallow and built a massive, I've got pictures just of this massive snowman that was like seven feet tall. It was awesome. We'll never forget that because snow is beautiful. I know maybe you've lived up north. Maybe you realize it's only beautiful when it first falls. It's only ugly when it's trampled underfoot and driven over. I want us at this Christmas season to recognize the gift of love and life and light that Jesus is. Now, here's the truth about light. We need it. We're, we're not created to live in darkness. You see, there's, there's a picture here of sin. Jesus says this in John 8, 12. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I want you to walk in the light of life, which is Jesus. I, I want us to really understand, and this sounds so cliche, but it's so true, the reason for the season. It's not about some guy who sneaks into your house and gives, gives your kids gifts. No, it's, it's not about the, the tree that's in the background right here. It's not bad. But may we understand the real reason is the light of the world that's come to you and to me. You know, Christmas and the light of Christ really does illuminate some things in our life at this time of year. On the good side, we see Christmas cheer, holiday cheer. We see friends, we see family, we see good times, we see food. But you know, there's also a flip side to that, particularly in relationships with people that are, that are out of your life now for whatever reason, because there's also loss 
loneliness, sorrow, depression. Suicide rate is highest at the holidays because Christmas really does illuminate things, even the areas where we're hurting. You know, throughout Scripture, we see this contrasting of light and dark. In Genesis 1-3, it says, Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Why, why did he say, let there be light? Because darkness is default. In a broken world, darkness is, is default. In the Western world, the day begins with the sun coming up. I mean, technically it's midnight, but that's rather arbitrary. Most people think, oh, when the sun comes up, it's a new day. But in Judaism, the new day begins when the sun goes down because our default is darkness, which is why it's so key that we understand who Jesus is and who he said he is. I'm the light of the world. My question today is, are you walking in the light or are you living in the default of darkness? What's really interesting to me is that even some of the most amazing Bible characters that we know of, they needed light in their life. Mary. Mary had a visitation from an angel of light and Gabriel to let her know about what was happening to her and the Savior and Messiah of light that was coming. The shepherds. The night was illuminated as the angels appeared and sang of the glory of God. They were out in the field in the dark, and the light of God showed up. The wise men, how did they even find the Messiah? How did they, how did they find Jesus? They were guided by a light. This theme of light and dark is all throughout the Bible. And I want us to recognize that we are called to walk in the light. Jesus said that. He said, walk in the light as I am in the light. Because that's where he resides. And, and it, I'm not talking that everywhere that you go that you have to have a headlamp and when somebody flips off the lights in a movie theater that you got to be, no, I'm in the light. That, that'd be weird. We're talking about spiritually that we can choose to walk in the light or in the dark. I, I want you to understand that the reason for the season is Jesus was born to bring light to you and to me. In John 1, 4 and 5, it says this, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. There are people that you meet, and you can see the light of life in their eyes. They just sparkle with it. I don't know if you've ever met someone like that. I remember the first person that I met that had the light of life because of Christ in their life. It was Ernie Topher. He's passed. He was a scuba diving instructor, a welder. He was a bunch of things. But mostly, he was the kindest, most love-filled, light-filled person I'd ever met. And I wanted to be close to him. And every time I was, he would tell me how close he was to Jesus and that Jesus was calling to me as well. You see, Jesus says, in him was life. John writes this, John 1, in him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. There are times where we see the light, maybe before you've really had that encounter, like you see it and you just don't understand it. But Jesus says this, I'm the light of the world. He who follows me won't walk in darkness. People are often 
fascinated by the light of Christ and others, or they mock it. But one way or the other, for some reason, it becomes a lightning rod. We're celebrating Christmas because of the light. You know, we talk about lightning rods, but what are they there to do? They are there to, be, to attract light and power. Hmm. Revelation 21.5 says this, And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I'm making all things new. And he said, Write, for these words are faithful and true. In Revelation, we see the coming of Jesus again. At Christmas, we're celebrating when Jesus first arrived as the Savior, as the Messiah, as God in human form, to be the seed of light in a dark and broken world and ultimately provide a way for us to walk in his light and forgiveness. But he says, after this, he comes again, and by the way, we need to remember that Jesus is coming again. He sits on the throne in Revelation 21.5, and he says, Jesus is speaking. He says, behold, I make all things new. Write this down, for these words are faithful and true. How does he make all things new? It's really important. How does God make something new? Because the principle of how God operates and making things new has implications for us when we're stuck in old ways. No surprise that most people around Christmas time are looking to the new year and they're thinking, what change do I need to make? Well, let me just pray for you right now. Lord, help us to make God changes, changes that are for you and from you, Father. Help us. How does God make new things inside of us? Well, let's go back to the very beginning of the Bible, because in the beginning, it shows us the key of how God makes new things. It's how he made this world. Genesis 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. And then God said, let there be light. And there was light. How does God make things new? He moves by his Spirit. Please don't get so caught up in this physical world that you think that Christmas is about simply the celebration of Jesus, about Jesus, and it involves food and family and friends, at least on the good side. You're like, yay. Don't be so caught up in the physical world that you think it's about Jesus instead of it is Jesus, because the same Jesus that arrived on the scene, the same God that said, let there be light is alive today. And how does he make things new in your life? The same way he did in Genesis, the same way he did for Mary, by his spirit. Are you trusting that God is going to bring spiritual transformation? His spirit is going to move on yours. Remember, you are a person, like you, you have a body, you have a mind, a soul, that's your soul, is your mind, your will, emotions, but you are spirit. And when God begins to move, he moves deep down in the essence of who you are. You can have God thoughts, that's great, but God simply doesn't want to transform your thinking. He does, but he begins by moving on your heart and your spirit. And just as the whole world was created by the very spirit of God moving above the surface of the deep, he does that in things that we're deeply pondering on or we're deep 
deeply wounded in, his spirit begins to move. And if you're going, I need things to be made new in my life. Lord, where are you? Trust him. He's moving in you in a spiritual sense. That's how he speaks to us in our spirit. How does God make all things new? He moves by his spirit. The second way, he speaks. Just as God began to create this world, he spoke, let there be light. And he still speaks to you. And there may be specific words that God gives you. This is why we go to the Bible. This is why we have godly people to to help us. But when God speaks, regardless of how specific it is, there is one point to it always, and it is to bring light to that which is dark. Because God is a God of light. Jesus came as the light and the darkness. And he brings illumination to the deep areas of our own soul where darkness resided. And by his word, he vanquishes that. He vanquishes sin. He vanquishes all of those things that are not from him so that we can live out the purpose to which you've called us. This is the celebration of Christmas. God is moving. God's heart is on people at this time of the year. It just is. They're more, they're more apt to be open to the truth that maybe there's something more than just a Christmas tree or eggnog or family gatherings. All of those are good things. They're not bad things, but may God move by his spirit. May he speak to you and bring light to darkness. That's the third thing. How does he make all things new? He brings light to that darkness. Has he done that for you? It's easy to walk in the darkness. We have to choose to walk in the light. When you first wake up from sleeping, my wife hates this. Like She sleeps later than me. I learned very, very early on Don't walk into the room that she's sleeping in. And as she's just waking up, maybe she's still in that place of like half awake, half asleep, her eyes are closed, and I flip on the lights. I don't like that. That's how our flesh is. But we need that light to be able to see. Maybe this is the season where there's been a spiritual sleep in your life. There's a darkness that's overcome you. And you're starting to be aware of the day that's dawning. And it's the day that God has for you. Let Jesus bring life. That happened to me at eight years old. I grew up in a home that went to church every Sunday. The light bulb went off about Jesus when I was eight years old. And what was really just a dead church. And yet Jesus was moving on my heart. And he spoke to me about his forgiveness and his grace and his goodness. Maybe he's speaking to you today. Maybe he's bringing some illumination to you that the reason for the season is not simply friends and family and fun. Those are good things. Those are God things. But it's because Jesus came to vanquish the darkness in your life. That is the reason for the season. And maybe he's knocking on the door of your heart right now. Maybe there's some darkness or you've been struggling because of the brokenness of this world or your own brokenness. 
Jesus is moving on your heart and he's speaking to you. Open, open. And if you've ever been to, you've ever been to a department store, even Walmart, and we just don't think anymore about walking into Walmart or a department store because the automatic doors just open. But they only do it when you move towards them. The same is true. We're called to come unto Jesus. Maybe there's darkness and he wants to bring light. And if that's you, I want to pray with you. Father, I just thank you that you have a heart for us. Lord, for those that find themselves in this season in a place of sorrow and loss and darkness, Jesus, I just pray that you bring them light and life. Jesus, there's someone who's listening right now and you are illuminating the areas of sin in their life. Father, may they open their heart and surrender that sin to you. May they receive your forgiveness. Maybe this message is for you and you just right now need to pray that prayer of surrender. Say, dear Jesus, I surrender to you. Here's every dark area of my heart. Here's every area of deep hurt and wounding. Here's every area of sin. I give it all to you. Lord, may your light flood my heart, my life, my soul, my mind. I'm yours. In Jesus' name, amen. If that's you, know that God sees and he loves you. And he wants you to walk in his light because he is the light of life. And even when it's hard, you can still see his way and that he's good. So with that, Merry Christmas and may you have a wonderful new year. May you know that the light of life is going to go before you and that this coming year, 2024, is going to be one of life and light and love and peace and joy because of Christ. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. God bless.